listening to True G Radio. Turn up that dial. Welcome to Faith Radio with your host, Dr. Daniel Merrick. The Lord, the Lord, the Lord. But that's the translation, but that's wrong. The Lord is not the translation. It is uh, Yahweh or Yahweh. So that's his name. He who causes to be. In other words, that's, that's God's name. So get your Bible and get ready to study the word of Almighty Yahweh with Dr. Dan. That's his name. It isn't Lord. Who has believed their message? And now, Dr. Dan. Shabbat Shalom, Mishpoka of Yah, and all my brethren in the assemblies worldwide who proclaim the name of Yah and Yahshua and Yahushua Messiah and the truth of Yah's word. Today I'd like to talk to you about UFOs. UFOs are unidentified faithless objects. Unidentified faithless objections. They are not just lying signs and wonders in the air. And didn't you know who the prince of the power of the air is? Didn't you ever read in Ephesians 2, 2 where it says, In times past you walked according to this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had conversation in times past in the lusts of the flesh, fulfilling of the desires of the flesh of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, even as others are. So, when we look at this, we know that the prince of the power of the air is Hasatan. So, who do you think planned this pandemic? Who do you think set up for the Navy pilots just before the pandemic to come out publicly with a National Geographic program and on every TV and news media screen all over the world for all the networks, Fox News, Newsmax, you name it, ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, Sky News, RT News in Russia, CCP News, all of it they played. They said, look, these UFOs are traveling 30,000 miles an hour and faster. They're traveling through water and air, and, and these Navy pilots took these pictures, and we're releasing them to let you know that UFOs are real, and we don't really know what they are. Boulder Dash, lies, deception. We are in the time of lies and deception in the world. Why did this come on the networks just before the virus hit? Did you not see the treason against Yah and the Constitution, which protections were made so that we could preach the good news of Yahshua Messiah and the scriptures to the whole world, be usurped, overthrown, destroyed, with lawlessness after lawlessness from the governments of the world, the World Health Organization, the New World Order, the United Nations, the U.S. government, the Russian government, the Chinese government, you name a government, they're all in on it, and they're all part of the same Hasatanic cabal of anti-Messiah, 
which was foretold to come with a one-world dictatorship and then fulfillment of an all-out war against faith. The faith of Yah, the faith of Messiah, this is what they're warring against. This is why they're trying to kill us. This is why they're trying to exterminate us. This is why they're banning us. This is why they're tracking us. This is why they're, they're blocking our communications. They don't want you to hear me preaching the truth. Don't believe it? Go to MerrickFoundation.org, M-E-R-R-I-C-K, F-O-U-N-D-A-T-I-O-N dot O-R-G in your Google browser and see what happens. It's going to say, this is a dangerous site. Don't go there. Why? Because I'm preaching the truth. I'm preaching the truth about DNA, about the heritage of the prophecy of Zephaniah 3, that the Yehudah, the Yehudim, the ten lost tribes of Israel and the twelve tribes of Israel will be reunited again. And that, and that the truth of that we are all brothers and sisters. They don't want you to hear that. They want you to divide by white and black and brown and Native American and Chinese, and they want you separated. They want you fighting against each other. They want civil unrest. That's why they send the agents of Satan out into the streets to burn down in America, to riot in France, to riot in Britain. That's why they're doing this. They're trying to instigate a worldwide martial law to set up a one-world anti-Messiah dictatorship. The last few weeks have been prophetic and foretelling of the coming of anti-Messiah, the one-world dictatorship, which is full of all-out war against the truth and against the faith of Yahshua Messiah. The White House admitted to spying and collaborating with Big Tech 3 socialist media to censor and ban you from your First Amendment rights online, which is against the First Amendment of the Constitution, against the law and the heart of evil and satanic lawlessness, where they call good evil and evil good. Cuba is in unrested protest right now as I speak, as this Shabbat looms. The people are demanding freedom. They want freedom. They want the same freedom we had in America. But freedom in America is being destroyed. Real doctors, genetic scientists, DNA specialists, biologists, medical field workers are being banned, fired, blocked from telling you the truth about the vax, what the vax contains, which is even on the sites online. You can go to Moderna.com, Pfizer.com, JohnsonandJohnson.com and look at what's in the vax. It says it has nanotech particles in it and that it's an mRNA-modified ribonucleic acid shot that will alter you and create prion proteins on your cells which clump together and go to the brain and change your mind and your personality. It will turn you from a conservative, Bible-believing, Yahshua-preaching person into a satanic, demon-possessed, mind-altered freak, zombie. I don't know. I've seen people after people after people in private conversations tell me that they had this friend or that friend or this person or this family member that was involved and they went and got the vaccine. Their whole, their whole mind changed. Their personalities changed. A brother sent me a video from a doctor that said 
This is what happens. This prion human brain wasting disease that makes them senile changes their personality. The White House admitting that they're spying and collaborating to get this information from reaching you. From real doctors. 500 or more people are meeting their maker in death daily worldwide from the side effects and the effect of the virus that has been released. And they're trying to keep you from knowing the truth. You go over to yawspace.org and we'll tell you the truth. I've got a study guide on this very topic that I'm talking to you and preaching to you about today. There. You know who created and released the biological warfare weapon on the world? Satan? The U.S. government? The Chinese government? Collaborators and spies? Biological warfare technicians? Just take a look at the news. Divorce and separations are up 70% and higher in some areas from the inability of women to follow the Torah laws and rebel against their husbands, being encouraged by agents of the New World Order and the Jesuit spies who are full-tilt influencers working with Satan and Jezebels and Ahabs in concert together with the most evil flood of darkness ever seen in the world since the beginning of time. Scriptures foretold of a time, an era, when evil would be called good and good would be called evil by mankind. The U.S. government and Big Tech 3 are now being sued by President Trump. These are news headlines I'm reading to you, I'm telling you about. And the inflation rate just hit 5.3 and is on the rising uh, on a rising scale that's estimated to reach 7.9% by the end of summer in the United States of America, supplies of rare earth metals, steel, and other key components and products to make up the manufacturing for computer and electronics like gaming systems and other supplies have been cut off by the Chinese Communist Party and those who have been buying up these needed Materials that are required for manufacturing businesses, which are suffering already from the COVID lockdowns and now are having to lay off workers due to the lack of the need of items to manufacture the goods that they need to sell. Blocking, banning, scamming, liars and false teachers, false prophets telling you all kinds of misinformation, disinformation about everything from Bible truth to political treason to biological warfare that's been going on since the Clinton administration set up their lawless empire and the apocalypse looming on us all over 30 years ago as they murdered over 800 people in order to gain power with absolute corruption and absolute power that is corrupt absolutely. Ron Paul, the senator from Kentucky, is suing the U.S. and trying to prevent vaccine passports that are they're trying to get people to have to allow citizens to travel freely if you get this vaccine passport. They're given all kinds of incentives uh, and, and hiding the fact that uh, the effects and side effects are in affecting reproductive health and causing trauma and stillbirths and deaths of children in the womb from the poisons which are being replaced for medicine. Now I beseech you, brethren, Second Thessalonians 
You hear me preach it all the time. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Now I beseech you, brethren of Yah, of the coming of our Master Yahshua Messiah and the gathering together unto Him, that you not be shaken in your mind or troubled in your spirit by any word or any letter from us, or that the day of Messiah is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come except that first there be a falling away, and then the man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who is the anti-Messiah, who opposes and exalts himself all that is worshipped or is called the Almighty or God, or that is worshipped so that he as God sits in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God by his lying signs and wonders. Of course, we can interject there from other scriptures. Verse 5, remember that I told you this when I saw you before? And now you know what withholds that he might be revealed in his time. So there is times of which this revelation is, is to come and is to be. And I believe that's today. Verse 7, For the mystery of lawlessness or iniquity does already work within us or, or around us, and he who lets will let until he is taken out of the way. Then shall the wicked one be revealed, whom Yahuwah shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. This is the coming of the master Messiah. Verse 8. Verse 9. Even him whose coming is working after the uh, working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness and lawlessness in them that will perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause, Yahuwah himself shall send them spirit of strong delusion that their minds shall believe a lie. So they shall be damned who believe not the truth and have pleasure in lawlessness and righteousness in sin and in calling good evil and evil good. Is this the news headlines from today? This was written 2,000 years ago, roughly. 1,900 years ago. A letter to the Thessalonians. In Matthew 25, Messiah warns of troubled times, wars and rumors of wars, plagues, disasters, sin and lawlessness that will prevail in these times that we're now in now. In Daniel the prophet, who's called Daniel in the modern English. His writings read that there shall be a time, times, and times and a half that shall be the end of days and the rule of the coming into Messiah in this period which is to come. So if we take Yah's times, his Moedim, his, his set-apart times and seasons as we find them in the Torah in Leviticus chapter 23 set by Yah, we see three sets of times that we are to follow as believers in Yah. We're not to follow the UFOs and look up in the sky and go, oh, the UFOs are telling us that evolution is true and, and that uh, uh, the rain fell on the rocks and there's no real creator. And uh, we're not to believe those lying signs and wonders. We're to believe Yah and follow his laws and his ways and his commandments and his teachings and his doctrine. That's the problem with the world today, even among believers. 
You got a bunch of believers out there and they aren't following the Torah law and they are not following the Ten Commandments and they're not obeying the leading of the Ruach HaKodesh. They're not be- believing the Tanakh and the Brit Hadashah. They're not believing the Messiah. They're believing a host of lies and lying signs and wonders. But Yah set apart. He said, every seven days, the seventh day is the Sabbath of rest. At sundown you shall cease your work. For six days Yah made heaven and earth and all that is within them on the seventh day he rested. The seventh day begins, Genesis 1, the evening and the morning are the day. The, in other words, the sunset and the daylight of the morning unto the next sunset are the day. So the seventh day Sabbath is not Sunday as the Christians and the Pontiff Maximus Satanus preaches from Rome, but it is the seventh day which starts at what we now call Friday in the English sundown till sundown Saturday. At sundown Saturday, the first day of the week begins, which is the day of the sun, which Constantine set up as the day of worship of the sun god and the Tammuz cross, which most Christians and most believers follow around the world. So we have the seventh-day Sabbath, which is set apart. It's a sacred day. It's a day we are to do no servile work. We're not to buy and to sell. We're not to trade. We're not to do any physical labor, nor is our manservants or our hirelings or our workers or our maidservants or anybody to do work within our gates or to do work for us to raise money. There should be no changing of money. That's what the Sabbath law says. Don't exchange money. Keep the seventh-day Sabbath sacred. Don't do any work. Don't have anybody else work. Now, the second set-apart time was, Yah said, now listen, Moshe, and the children of the Hebrew people, the children of Israel, I want you to count every six years, and on the seventh year, I want you to rest the land and let it replenish itself so the crops in the next six years will be healthy. Six years, plant the land. On the seventh year, you rest it every seven years. Now, the third time that he set seasons uh, of of time for counting of, of rest and replenishment and restoration was the Jubilee. You have seven times seven, the 49th year. At the Feast of Trumpets on the 49th year, during that land Sabbath, you announce and blow the shofar and announce that the next year coming at Pashak at Passover time, 14 days before Passover in the month of Aviv in the springtime, that starts a new Jubilee year. Every 50th year is a Jubilee. It was a banking holiday, a restoration. The captives were set free. It was a sabbatical year to rest the land also and to restore that which was lost to the original owners of property, land, and money within the realm of the agreements according to the Jubilee Laws. Now in Matthew chapter 24, we see the Messiah speak of the important in times and how some of the things that will happen. He says, take heed, Matthew 24, 4, that no one deceives you for many shall come in my name saying I am Messiah and shall deceive many. And, the, and many shall hear of wars, rumors of wars and not be, and you should not be troubled for these things must come to pass, 
But the end isn't quite yet. For nations shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and plagues and pestilence and earthquakes in different places. And all these things are the beginning of sorrows. So we have this first time, which is, which is set by the Jubilees also, which is the time of deception and wars and rumors of war. Now, if we go back to Daniel the prophet, as we were talking about before, Daniel the prophet said that there was three times and a half a time, that the time, time, time and a half. So if we take three jubilees as three and a half times, you've got 175 years, 175 years before the coming of Messiah, there will be wars and rumors of wars and start of deception in the world. And this we have it, the one of the biggest deception wars that ever was created, the Crimean Wars in 1856, the first purge of Jews, Christians, and Muslims in a war that led to the Napoleonic Wars. And the Holy Land was deeply involved with this war in that the Muslims, sons of Ishmael and Esau, had banded together to expel in Jerusalem the believers in Messiah who were Jews and Christians and the believers in uh, Judaism at the time. And it did not end until the First World War, really. The First World War is when the Ottoman Empire ended. I've got a reference in the study guide on the Crimean War and what actually happened and a link to the Wikipedia page that uh, explains the history of it and uh, how the world ended up getting divided in 1853 to 1856, which was 175 years or three and a half jubilees before the targeted year, which we have determined as 2031. And I'll get a little bit more to that later. Now, three and a half land Sabbaths would be 24 and a half years. And in 2006, when that began, which was 24 and a half years before 2031, that's when the rabbis and leaders of Israel did two things. They announced that the time of Jacob's trouble had begun with the Lebanese War. And during the Lebanon War there in 2006, they said, this is the time of Jacob's trouble that was prophesied to come. This is the time when Ephraim shall return. And also, they also had a, uh, a Shavi Israel first hit in 2002 with a final ruling that was given in 2012. With the filed in 2006, rabbis announced that they, Israel, now is in the time of Ephraim's return and the time of Jacob's trouble, which also included the prophetic return of Ephraim or the ten lost tribes of Israel when the Israeli Supreme Court took up the case of Messianic Jews who by DNA wanted to go and make Aliyah and return to Israel. And eventually that case was won. But that began 24 and a half years before 2031. So you have the second time, time, times and a half. Now the third time, times and a half was Daniel's 70th week in his prophecy. You can look in Daniel uh, chapter 7, I believe, through 9. And uh, the, just read the whole book of Daniel. You'll see the prophecies about this, that Messiah would be cut off in the middle of the week. And then there would be three and a half years more left. Okay. That three and a half years is the tribulation itself, the time when the anti-Messiah shall rule the earth with a iron fist in a communist style dictatorship of lawlessness, evil, and satanic dominion when anybody who does not receive, Revelation 13, a mark 
inside their right arm or forehead to buy in a cell shall be beheaded for the faith, as it says in Revelation. Because the Spirit comes to those who appear before the white throne, a multitude which no man can number in robes of white, and they say, How long, O faithful and true, before our blood is avenged upon the earth? And the angel comes and tells them, Hold on until your fellow servants are beheaded in the same manner in which your head was cut off. It's right in Revelation. You've got to read the whole book to get it all together. So you can't just pick and choose. I like this little bit of scripture. I like that little bit of scripture. You have to take all the scripture together and match line upon line, precept upon precept, truth upon truth. Now, you may be wondering, what about this last part, this three and a half days for a half toward a weekly Sabbath? Where's that in scriptures? Well, I'm going to tell you right after these messages from our sponsors that help us make a little bit of money by preaching the truth so that we can use that money to go out and preach more truth. Because I'm going to be working toward a mission to the Philippines coming up in 2022 by the grace and power of Yah and by your prayers and support. That's the only way I can do it. But I'll be back after these messages and tell you the truth about the last part, which is seven days to the Sabbath, three and a half days. Where's that three and a half days in prophecy in the future? Where's it going to happen? You don't want to change the dial at all. You want to stay tuned. I'll be back right after this. Extol him that rideth upon the heavens by his name, Yah, and rejoice before him. This is my name forever, and this is my memorial unto all generations. And it shall be at that day, saith Yah, that thou shalt call me Ishi, and shalt call me no more Be'ali. For I will take away the names of Be'alim out of her mouth, and they shall no more be remembered by their name. Then they that feared Yah spake often one to another, and Yah hearkened and heard it, and a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feared Yah and that thought upon his name. And they shall be mine, saith Yah of hosts. The Yah Bible, available at Amazon.com, your favorite bookstore, or www.thinkyah.com. You can reach Dr. Dan, Dr. Dan and become his friend on MySpace at MySpace.com slash Daniel Merrick. MySpace.com slash Daniel Merrick. That's D-A-N-I-E-L-M-E-R-R-I-C-K. Or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Daniel W. Merrick. Facebook.com slash Daniel W. Merrick. D-A-N-I-E-L-W-M-E-R-R-I-C-K. And don't forget to join his free social network at Yaz Space, Y A H S Space dot org. Yaz Space dot org. Yaz Space dot org. Hey, you can tweet me on Twitter at twitter.com slash Daniel W. Merrick. Welcome back. Now, there's an interesting thing about this, a little side note about the Nephilim found in the book of Genesis, the fallen angels who had. Uh, relations with the daughters of men and there was giants in the land as it says in genesis i believe it's chapter six it may be chapter three 
I'm getting old, and so sometimes I remember, but I'm going to have to look that up after I'm done with today's message. But here's an interesting note. Both when Truman and Eisenhower, presidents of the United States, were told about these Nephilim, these UFOs, and understand, this happened in the 1940s and uh, 1950s. And so uh, the time of deception from 1856, which is ongoing now, is encompassing this time. So the time of deceptions, of wars and rumors of wars, is going on at this time. But they didn't have secured faith. They didn't have the knowledge of the Scripture like you and I have today by studying diligently to show ourselves approved to study the Scripture. So they didn't know about the Nephilim. And uh, uh, there was a big cover-up by the, um, not just the, the governments, but by also uh, groups, scientific groups like NOVA and uh, the Smithsonian Institute to cover up the facts of these bones of the giants that they found in many places all over the world. And you see sometimes on uh, now on National Geographic and other places the, that are starting to have these shows or, or YouTube videos that are showing these giant bones of 13, 14-foot tall uh, humans that were homo sapiens, their DNA was human, but they were products of the Nephilim. Uh, and man, so it's said that both Truman and Eisenhower cried at their desk for like three days after reading this information and finding out that these UFOs were real. And they are thinking that, yeah, the, that their faith in, in the Almighty is, is in vain and not true and, and stuff like that. So they were very depressed and despondent over it. Well, we don't have to be depressed and despondent over it. We know the truth, and we know that this is a time of deception. And so these UFOs flying in the sky and the Nephilim coming and the Antimessiah coming and all the things that are about to happen to the whole earth with this biological warfare that's been released on us and this uh, death that is coming to so many who are taking uh, and going to take the mark of the beast, that um, the mark in their right arm and forehead to buy and to sell. This is evil. And I, I'm getting reports from other believers who've called and left me messages and such saying that, oh, they think that this uh, forced uh, vaccination is is something that has to do with the mark of the beast in some way. And uh, like I said earlier, they the facts are is that they have some sort of nanotechnology in it. And they're saying, well, this is to do this and do this so that you can be healthy and you won't get COVID and die. Well, you know what? I think uh, at this point I'd rather risk getting COVID and then taking whatever medicine there is that will not have nanobots in it and and allow I'll trust in Yah rather than in men. How's that? And that's my right as an American citizen. And if you don't like it, go shove it where the sun don't shine. Because I will not bow to Baal, and I will not bow to the government, and I will not bow to anyone who's going to try to tell me that I can't have my faith and my belief and my trust in my Almighty over the government and mankind. That is shown forth by its actions over and over again that they are ushering in demonic power and the anti-Messiah rule of a dictatorship worldwide, which was prophesied by the prophets. To come Now, I promised that I'd tell you about the last three and a half days. Well, it's in scriptures too. Three and a half days. And I will give power unto my two witnesses, Revelation 3, uh, 11, 3. 
chapter 11, verse 3. I will give power unto my two witnesses, and they shall prophesy, prophesy for a thousand two hundred and three score days. Now, if you don't know from the King James what that is, that's 1,260 days. And these two olive trees, these two candlesticks standing before Yah in the earth, if any man shall try to hurt them, fire will proceed out of their mouths and devour the enemy. Now, it's interesting here. We've got to pause verse 5 here because it says that fire proceeds out of the witnesses' mouths. But it also says that the Anamasai is given power to call fire down from heaven. So his deception is to call fire down from heaven and the protection of the witnesses of Yah is to, for fire to come out of their mouths to devour their enemies. And we'll continue on verse 5. If any hurt them, he must in this manner be killed. Death by fire. Okay? Revelations eleven six. These are... These have power to shut up heaven so that it won't rain for the days of their prophesying. And they have the power over the waters to be turned into blood and to smite the earth with plagues as often as they so will. And when they shall finish their testimony, the beast, the animasi, that ascends out of the bottomless pit, the son of perdition, save one, the son of perdition, he went and preached to those in the flood, and no one was left but the son of perdition, the anti-messiah, ascendeth out of the bottomless pit to make war against them, and shall overcome them, and he shall kill them. And their dead bodies shall lie in the street of the great city, which is spiritually called Sodom in Egypt, where also our master was crucified. And they, the people, of all the kindreds and tribes and tongues of all the nations of the earth shall see their dead bodies for three and a half days and shall not allow their bodies to be put in graves. And they that dwell upon the earth shall rejoice and they'll have parties and they'll make merry and they'll send gifts to one another because these two prophets tormented them that dwelled on the earth. And after three days and a half, the spirit of life of Yah entered into them, and they stood up on their feet, and the great fear fell upon all them that saw it. And every eye shall see it on TV when it happens. And they heard a great voice from heaven saying, Come up here. And they ascended up into heaven in the cloud, and their enemies beheld them. And the same hour there was a great earthquake, and a tenth part of the city of Jerusalem fell. And the earthquake, and in the earthquake were slain, men 70,000, and the remnant were afraid. And the glory of Yah was seen in heaven. The second woe is past, and behold, the third woe comes quickly. So the two witnesses of Yahuwah are killed in Jerusalem, dead for three and a half days. There you have the final fulfillment of the prophecy of Daniah, the prophet that said, a time a times, a times and a half, three and a half times of Yah's setting of times by the weekly Sabbath, by the land Sabbath, by the Jubilee. Three times this prophecy is fulfilled in Scripture and in these end times. So we have the last half of Daniel 70 and a half week, which is the time of the Antimashiach, which we believe from our calculations to be the year of Jubilee starting in about 2032, 2031, when the announcement comes, 
which is uh, exactly the time 2,000 years from when Messiah was slain on a pole on a stake in Jerusalem. Now, it's interesting because they say spiritually Sodom and Egypt here. Well, well, how is Jerusalem turned into spiritual Sodom and Egypt? Well, first of all, Israel, the country, has embraced sodomy and uh, uh, the abominations of anti-Torah behavior of sinfulness of men laying with men and women laying with women as it's given in the scripture that we should not do this and secondly if if you've ever been to jerusalem and i have jerusalem is full of idols just like the idols of egypt it's spiritually an idolatrous place full of the idols of the world's religions from uh, Baha'i, Hindu, Christianity, Judaism, all Muslim, Islam, you name it. Every religion has its symbols in Jerusalem. It is a host of idols from one end to the other. Idolatry after idolatry after idolatry. Second commandment says, do not make any idols or images. So if this time is correct, which I believe it is, and I'm not saying it exactly is because, you know, it says that Yah is not lazy as some men count laziness, that he's willing, he's willing to hold things back so that all can come to repentance. But if this timeline is right, that means the followers of Yah, Yeshua Messiah, have until about 2028 20, to 2032 or 2032 minus three and a half years to seek out the lost and save and secure the final commission which was commissioned to us in Matthew chapter 24 by Messiah. So we're looking at 2028 as a window of time that we as believers should be watching and praying and waiting to see because right now we have to endure to the end, Matthew 24, 13. He that shall endure to the end shall be saved. And this good news, the gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for witness unto all nations and then the end shall come. So, our final job, given by Messiah, Matthew 24, 14. Go and preach the gospel to all the world, and then the end shall come. So we have like seven years. It's 2021. So what are you doing? Arguing about the flat earth? Arguing about whether or not you're supposed to give tithes or not? Arguing about whether or not you sold a piece of land like Ananias and Sapphira and you're supposed to give some money for the kingdom, for the spreading of the good news of Yahshua Messiah? At the last trump, the dead Messiah shall rise first and then those who reign alive and ready and their lamps are full of the oil of the Ruach HaKodesh, the spirit of Yah, they will be changed. They will meet him in the air. 1 Corinthians 15, chapter Starting at verse 50, now I say unto you, brother, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of Yah, neither does corruption or sinful flesh inherit corruption, incorruption, which is sinless flesh. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep. We shall all be changed in the moment of a blinking of an eye. The last trump shall sound, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed, for we shall be like him. In the moment of a twinkling of an eye, so when this corruptible shall put on incorruption 
and this mortal shall put on immortality or eternal. Then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory, as Yahshua Messiah rose from the dead. After being slain on the pole, three days and three nights, 24-hour days and nights, three 24-hour days, he arose on the Shabbat, end of Shabbat on a Saturday night. We've proven that on the blog over at yahspace.org. There's, all you got to do is go through and look for Dan's blogs and look for Dan Merrick's blogs and read through all of them. Start at the, the one here with this study guide and then go back and go back through time and you'll see that for, for over 10 years or so, we've got blog after blog after blog about sharing this truth. Matthew 24, 21, Messiah says, For then shall be great tribulation, such as never was before and since the beginning of time or the world, nor shall ever be ever again. And except those days shall be shortened, but they shall, there will be no flesh saved. But for the elects, or the saved, or the calling on the name of Yah's sake, those days shall be shortened. So those days are going to be shortened for us. As for the lightning comes out of the east and shines into the west... So also the coming of the Son of Man shall be. For wherever the carcass is, there the eagles will be gathered together. Matthew 24, 29. Immediately after tribulation of those days, the sun shall be darkened, the moon shall turn, not give its light, the stars shall fall from the sky, and the powers of heaven shall be shaken. And there shall appear the sign of the Son of Man, Yahshua Messiah, in heaven, in the sky, and then shall all the tribes of the earth cry and mourn. And they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power and glory. And he shall send his angels with the sound of the seventh trumpet, the sound of a trumpet. And they shall gather together his chosen elect, saved, called on the name of Yah, people, from the four winds of all the earth. And they shall be gathered into heaven from the one end to the other. Now learn the parable of the fig tree, Matthew twenty-four thirty-two. When its branch is yet tender and puts forth its leaves, you know summer is coming. So likewise, when you see all these things, you'll know that the time is near even at the door. Now, the interesting thing is fig tree has always been a representation and prophetic symbology of Israel, the people of Israel, the tree of Israel. It bears fruit. It bears these figs, which are sweet. In other words, it bears forth people to get saved that come out of Israel and are grafted into the fig tree of Israel. Now, so when the fig tree buds would be when Israel and the dry bones of Ezekiel come back to life. As he said, uh, this once was a nation and it was dead and dry bones. And then I saw the muscle and the fibers and the flesh reform on the bones. The prophet talked about it. Israel became a nation again in 1948, and they took Jerusalem in 1967 in the, uh, in the War of 67. Now, Israel, seeing this happen, become a nation once again, the prophecy is, this generation shall not pass away until the end and all these things are fulfilled. So we have these phase two, 24 and a half years of troubled times which we're now in the time of Jacob's trouble the time of Jacob's trouble and the news and the delusions and the fake news and the doctrines of demons have all made it clear that we are on the brink we are on the edge 
we are on the end of mankind's self-rule for himself and the surrender of mankind to Satan and the anti-Messiah when this rule of the iron fist shall be overtaken eventually by the rule of the rod of iron of Messiah when the real Messiah returns. Now, there were years ago when I wrote, in 1993, I wrote a song in the lyrics, he claims he's Messiah, but he's not the Son of Man. And I took it out of scriptures because the real Messiah had said this, that the anti-Messiah would come first. The Son of, of Man versus the Son of Satan. 2 Thessalonians 2, 3, Let no man deceive you, for the day shall not come, because there's a falling away first, falling away from the truth, which we see happening today. And the man of sin, the son of perdition, be revealed, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called a God, or that is worshipped as if it was a God, and as if he was a God, sits in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Remember that I told you this when I was with you before? That's what... He writes in the letter to the Thessalonians. So the rapture is not first. The anti-Messiah is. And the abomination of desecration spoken of by the prophet Daniel, we were warned about in Matthew chapter 24, the anti-Messiah sitting on the Ark of the Covenant, the throne of Yah, claiming to be the Almighty. Then, it says, run to the hills. If you don't have your coat, don't go back in and get your coat. That's why it's so important you take your Bible with you everywhere you go. You should take a Bible with you everywhere you go. Because when that abomination happens, we're supposed to immediately flee to the woods. To the place prepared of Yah, as it said, for the woman, which represents the bride of Messiah, the body of the assemblies of Yahshua Messiah. Where There's a place prepared in the wilderness. It's in the book of Revelation. You can get the book out and read it. Prepared of Yah that we're to run to. We're to run to the hills, to the wilderness, because the coming slaughter is coming. Not just the biological warfare part, but the whole all out, we got to get these truthers and we got to kill every single one of them and burn their Bibles. We are the chosen people. We are the last witnesses of truth in all the earth. Time to stop playing doubtful dispute games and arguing about flat earth versus round earth. This Should I give a 10% tithe versus I, shouldn't I give a 10% tithe? All the lies of Hasatan, the disobedience to the Torah laws and the commandments. We got to put this all away and go forth and preach the gospel and tell them and warn them, blow the shofar and warning. So the blood is not required at our hands, as it says in the Tanakh. It says, if you do not warn them, then the blood will be required at your hands. You're required by the Torah law to give 10% in food, water, clothing, money, and all that you have to the kingdom of Yah to preach the gospel of Yahshua Messiah to the lost and the dying world that's in need of Messiah. Yes, you are. This is the law of Yah. If you are a follower of Yah, three times a year you're commanded to not bring yourself before Yah empty. During the first fruits offerings, which are not feasts, they're offerings, Leviticus chapter 23, you're to bring food and money and spread the good news of Messiah and give to those who are hungry, thirsty, naked, and in need of help. If you aren't going to go yourself, then you better find a preacher of truth and support him and tell him to go for you. You better give 10% at least, plus your additional gifts and offerings, peace offerings, which are also in the Torah law, which we are to give unto those who are preaching the truth. 
those who are preaching the real name of Yah, because it says very clearly in Torah, there shall be a place which Yah himself shall cause his name to dwell. There you shall keep the feasts of Yah and worship and give all your tithes and offerings. Three times a year thou shalt not come unto the feast unto me empty. Exodus 23, 14 and 17. Three times a year your males shall appear before Yahuwah Almighty, and you shall not come empty. Deuteronomy 16.16 16. Three times a year your males shall appear before Yahuwah thy Elohim and in the place which he shall choose to cause his name to dwell in the feast of unleavened bread in the feast of weeks and in the feast of tabernacles and they shall not appear before me empty. Deuteronomy 16.16 16. These are the three feasts of fruits of first offerings fruits, first fruits offerings which is to spread the truth and establish the kingdom, to establish the true temple of Yah, which we are. We are the living stone body of the temple of Yah. That's why Yahshua Messiah said, tear this temple down, and in three days I will rise up and rise a new temple. And the new temple which he built, first is the spiritual temple of all the believers of Yah who are the bride of Messiah. That's us. Those filled with the Ruach HaKodesh, who are calling on his name, repenting of our sins and our lawlessness and our mistakes and fighting with our own sinful flesh on a daily basis, fighting with our families and friends, fighting with everybody, trying to warn them and tell them to repent and be redeemed, trying to baptize believers in the name of Yahshua Messiah for the kingdom of Yah is at hand. So when I say I've left houses and land and family and wealth to follow Yahshua Messiah and go tell them to repent, then you must pray and ask the master of the harvest, as it says in scriptures. Who will you send, O Father Yah? Who am I to give my gifts and offerings to? Do I follow the Torah law, forsake not the Levite among us, the Mariite, the person who is preaching the gospel that you're listening to right now, or am I to go myself? But three times a year, I'm not to show up on, uh, empty before Yahuwah. Listen, I've seen it happening all over the world. There's blasphemy on the TV set. These demon-possessed leftists in the media are calling liars and talking heads of Satan falsely sacred words that are not even to be spoken in such a way. I've seen it on myself on TV where they call a person who is demonic the Holy Spirit in blasphemy against Yah. This is the time of the coming judgment on mankind. It says in Revelation that they would deceive the whole world that they would not repent, that the judgments, the vials of wrath poured out on the earth and they would still not repent of their blasphemy, of their witchcraft, of their drug addiction, of their lies, of their evil, of their lawlessness. So the Nephilim alien demons, the UFOs, which we've seen in the world, maybe that's just another fool. Fool's game. Another set of lying signs and wonders. Even the Messiah warned the scribes and the Pharisees and the rabbis. He said, I came in my father's name. You didn't receive me. One shall come in his own name. Him you shall receive. Shall this one come on a UFO? An unidentified, faithless objection? Maybe. I wouldn't be surprised. There's many uh, followers of Yah ministry and other other groups have said they think a great deception is going to happen 
when all the world's going to think, oh, this is the Messiah, he's come back. And the Messiah told the Jews themselves, the Yahudim, the Hebrews in Israel, will believe it. Will, oh, look, it's the Messiah coming. He's going to set up the kingdom on earth. No, it's the anti-Messiah. It's the liar that's coming first. Then the real Messiah returns, Yahshua, whom you pierced. And every eye shall see him, it says. They'll look upon him that they pierced, that they put the spear in his side, and the water and the blood dripped out, and an earthquake came, and the blood and the water went through the rock and dripped down into Zechariah's hidden cave where the Ark of the Covenant was, and the blood of Messiah dripped on that Ark of the Covenant, fulfilling the prophecy to sprinkle the blood on the one side for the forgiveness of sins during the Passover and during the atonement time. There was two times a year when the bloods of lambs and bullocks were to be sprinkled on the Ark of the Covenant according to the Torah law. And there's a lot of these so-called experts in Scripture that will tell you, oh no, that was only once a year that they did it and they did, you know, blah, 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 blah. No, it was twice a year. And the blood of the lamb was dipped in a cord during the feast of Passover, it was dipped in a white pure cord, so it was bloodstained, and then it was hung on a post. And on the year that Messiah died, that bloodstained cord, that bloodstained string turned white. And for 70 years afterwards, or for 40 years afterwards, that bloodstained cord never turned white again. Because the final sacrifice for sin, when he said it is finished, what he was talking about is it is finished. The blood sacrifice is finished. There's no more sacrifice for sin. For once and for all, Yah himself has made himself a savior to the earth and made Mashiach to die for the sins of the people. And then he rose from the dead. And he gives us the promise today. You shall rise from the dead at the sound of the last trumpet. You shall die, and you shall rise up immediately after there at the sound of the seventh trumpet. Every eye shall see him at his coming, and then he shall rule with a rod of iron. So wake up, shake up the world for Messiah. Give all you can and give it now. There's no time left. Go, and if you can't go, pay for others to go in the name of Yah. Who is with me? Who will read this and hear this? And say, yeah, Yah Dania, you are teaching the truth. You are leading people to Messiah and away from the lies. You are walking away from the deceptions and the, and the lies and the false prophets and the doctrines of the Jesuit spies, the Ahabs and the Jezebels. You are walking away from it. I want to be with you. I want to be on your side, on Messiah's side. I don't ask you to be on my side, but I ask you to be on Messiah's side. If you see me walking away from Messiah, don't go with me. Send me and I will go. I will face death and destruction, preaching repentance in the name of Messiah. I will baptize them in the name of Yahshua HaMashiach, and I will tell them his true name, the name of Yahuwah, the name of Yahusha, the name of Yahshua, the name of Yah, the name of Yahweh. I will tell them as a last witness before the end, The end is at hand. The day of repentance is here. It's even nearby, the scripture says. So are you with me or are you against me? 
Because there are many who are against me. As Yahshua Messiah said, even, the, even those of your own household shall be your enemies in these last days. And it's happening. It's happening all across America. It's happening all around the world where families are getting separated. Divorces. Divisions. I had one family member that said, I'm not your religion. I'm not your faith. So be it. You made your claim to your fame. You have put your trust in the lies of the Jesuit Roman Catholic evil lies. Then go forth and be the demonic possessed lawless person that you choose to be. I have no control over it. All I can do as one little old man is preach the good news of Yahshua Messiah and hope that you will hear and be pricked in the heart and drawn by the Holy Spirit to receive Yahshua as your Messiah and pray and invite Him into your heart and into your spirit and into your life. 1 Corinthians 15, 52. He that is joined in a Messiah is one spirit. And that your spirit which is dead shall be brought to life within you by the power of the Ruach HaKodesh and that you shall be baptized in Yahshua's name and you shall be anointed by the Ruach HaKodesh and that you shall have the signs of Yahshua Messiah following you also as a believer in Him. So I'm planning to go to the Philippines in 2022. I've already started packing up things and arranging things and arranging all that I have to be distributed and to be uh, laid out and all my wealth and property and such to be taken care of. And I'm going to go out and go forth. And I'm going to preach until I'm dead. I'm going to teach until I'm dead. I'm going to do Yah's will until I'm dead. And if I don't die, and I die at the seventh trump for a brief moment of the twinkling of an eye and feel the pain and sting of death, I pray Yahshua Messiah, rise my body up and put me into your eternal kingdom so that I can continue to teach and preach your truth as you've given it to me from your word, the scriptures. So open your heart today. Go over to yahspace.org, which is also Yahshua Messiah, all one word, Y-H-S-H-U-A, Messiah, M-E-S-S-I-A-H, dot Ning, N-I-N-G, dot com. Join. Join our fellowship over there. There's people from all over the world who believe in Yah's name and believe in Yahshua. Now, I purged the records so that all the people who were blocked before um, uh, for different various reasons are no longer blocked from the website because everybody has a second chance in this world to be forgiven of their sins and for their, their errors in doctrine. So you're willing to come over and join again will allow you. But if you're going to go over there and you're going to spam and start scamming for money and scamming for some multi-level marketing business, then we're going to block you again, I'm telling you. So if you're over there, not for honest purposes of learning the truth and sharing the truth, then we're going to block you. If you got a ministry and you want to put your videos up there and such like that, and you take donations and collections for the work of Yah that you're doing in your individual ministry, then you're welcome. We'll even put you on the main page. Send us your books. Send us your donation links. We'll be glad to put you on the main page. There's some new fellowships over in the Philippines that we've gotten contact with. 
we're going to be uh, contacting with them and putting links so that you can give directly to them. They give food packages for people that are starving in the Philippines, like we've been doing for over a year now, helping people in the Philippines to eat food, um, to have food to eat during the pandemic but when they're out of work or, or reduced work schedules and such. So I am planning to leave the United States of America and go for anywhere from three months to however long Yah chooses for me to go and go to the Philippines and preach the good news of Yahshua Messiah and baptize people in the name of Yahshua Messiah and help hopefully to establish a new assembly in a new area of the Philippines where there is no Yah sacred name keeping messianic truth preaching assembly. So we're going to hopefully work with another assembly or another couple assemblies that are uh, following the name of Yahuwah and Yahweh in the Philippines and then establish another congregation in another city. And that's what my goal is. So I ask you all to pray for me and I ask you all to dig deep. Go to YahBible.org, buy our books and Bibles, help us, support us. All the profits are going into the ministry all that money's going into a savings account now that we're going to put aside so that we have resources to go and do this and preach the gospel in the Philippines. That's what I believe Yah is leading me to do, and I believe that He wants me to do. And so, if uh, you believe that that's not what Yah wants us to do, then I would suggest two things. Number one, pray for me that Yah would open my eyes on what He wants me to do. Or number two, read the scriptures and find out what Yahshua said to us to go into all the world and preach the good news to all people and then the end shall come. Because that's what the scripture says we're supposed to do. May the Most High Yah bless you and keep you. May you receive Yahshua every day of your life into your life to guide you and lead you in all things. May the Ruach HaKodesh anoint you and keep you and protect you with the hedge of protection of Yah's holy, sacred Set apart Malachim, his angels, so that you can go forth and do all that Yah has commissioned you as a believer in Yah to do in your life. Until next time, Shabbat Shalom and Yahuwah bless you. This radio broadcast depends on the contributions of viewers like you. We appreciate your tithes and offerings and the gifts of our supporters and listeners worldwide. Without your kind gifts and offerings, we cannot reach so many with the good news of Messiah's love and salvation. To give your gift online, you can click the PayPal button at thinkya.org. That's T-H-I-N-K-Y-A-H dot org. Or visit our social network at yahsspace.org. That's Y-A-H-S space dot org. Our goal is to continue to reach the world for Messiah, and your tax-deductible contributions are greatly appreciated and help keep this broadcast on the air.